da 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 You sound insane. Do you realize that? Oh, yeah. The whole world got crazy. Seriously? It's showtime. Well, happy Valentine's Day, and welcome to a special throwback edition of Man. This VIP preview, and the VIP, we talk throwbacks weekly, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Uh, bonus episodes, things like that, but I want to give the general BAM feed a taste of that. Mm-hmm. And this that life is unbelievable, y'all. Last it year, is. around this time, which we will repost on our social media, if you follow us at Mad About Movies, is uh, we ranked our favorite chick flicks mm-hmm. of the year, a special mm-hmm. friend, yeah. Emily, Emily, who joined us on the show. That's right. Watch and, cat, rest in peace. And this is an interesting story because the movie of the week this week is kind of like that. It, it, I have a funny story. So we actually let the VIPs vote on this episode mm-hmm. on what it was going to be. What were the choices, Brian, again, on the ones they could have voted for? <laughs> they had a choice between – this is the best uh, triumvirate I've ever seen, I think. <laughs> uh, it really would be a great triple feature. The Treasure of the Sierra Madre. Uh huh. <laughs> cliffhanger <laughs> and wedding singer. Those are oh, your three choices. I'm surprised they didn't pick cliff- cliffhanger. So That's we're gonna it. rent a we're gonna rent a movie theater out and just play those three movies back to back to back for uh, for all of our friends. Yeah, so they all go together beautifully, I think. But in terms of the episode that we did, uh, talking about chick flicks, um, it kind of relates to this. So we found out we were doing this episode uh, a couple days ago, right before we're, we're recording this, and I didn't have the movie. I couldn't find the movie on streaming or anything like that. And um, I remembered, oh, I live by a library. I'm going to go see if they have it at the library. Because <laughs> uh-huh. they, they they tend to have very random movies like these at libraries. Because uh, it takes like four years to get anything in a library for some reason. Have you noticed <laughs> right. that? It's like, oh, uh, you know, James Andrew Miller with this great book. All right, well, in 2020, I'll go <laughs> yeah, in there and see if they have a chance. See if they got it. Um, Anyway, I am against libraries. Have we talked about this? No. I hate libraries. I'm out on li- I'm I'm very, I'm full Leslie Nope on this front. It's weird to me that uh hipsters have made millennials have made libraries a thing again. Like I it's great. I'm with it's fine. I will even with my kid. My wife will take Coop to uh to the library occasionally to rent a book and I'm always like Ugh. Like I would ever go to a library. I don't know why. Peons. I, just, I don't like it. I don't like Peons. libraries. Well, it literally is in a building next to mine, so yeah. that makes it very convenient. And well, it's for now. It's <laughs> essentially has become less a place to check out books, more for a place for homeless people to shower. And use the internet. And use the internet. Exactly. So, Anti libraries, right? And here. especially with audiobooks now and things like that. Um, that always is a, a concern too. And why it's you smarter. You to to- You're smarter for renting movies and books and audiobooks. I, I just buy everything and, and I'm in debt. But <laughs> I just, exactly. I, I well, like yeah, it literally is free. That's what's great. Yeah. So I go down there. I'm like, well, I wonder if they have the wedding singer. So I, I get the news that we're doing this episode at 8:50. The library closed at nine. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm going to sprint down there and see. So I go down there and I go to comedies, or I actually looked online to see if they had it in stock, which they did. <laughs> I love the idea that the librarian now has a story of this guy came in. He's- <laughs> He was panting. He was literally no, out of breath. Is, he's basically the half price books with uh, yeah. fat boys. Literally, literally is is. I could throw a baseball right now and hit it. How close it is. And he um, was. He went directly. <laughs> to come. He knew what he was here for. I he did, had to watch the wedding the, singer that night. That's w, the exact w, story w, I'm w, trying w. to tell. Is I went and there's one small shelf of comedies. Right. Uh-huh. Wasn't there. I was like. Uh, oh, I was like. Oh well. I start to walk out and I was like. I wonder if they've. Cla- classified it as something else uh-huh. it was under romance huh and that was jarring to me yeah just that they they think of this as a romance movie i think of it as just sandler normal i, I bunch it in with happy gilmore mm-hmm. and, and those 
and little Nicky and those kind of weird, <laughs> weird age of They also had that classified as a romance. Yeah, yeah that's like ca- classifying that as like action adventure. Like, well, okay. <laughs> I don't know why. Uh, <laughs> Buscemi's so great in this. Basically um, a sword and sandal movie. That That's just... And speaking of the rom-coms, I don't remember this ever coming up on our list last year, maybe. I think it was on Emily's list. Okay. I texted her just a moment ago, but she has not gotten back to me yet. Oh, she doesn't like you. Not paying attention. Uh, But, uh, yeah, it's... it's, she, yeah, I think it was on her list. I know she's a big fan. I know she's a big fan, regardless of whether it made the list or not. Let's put it that way. Really? Yeah. yeah. So, where do you, do you classify it as, I guess it's more that I think about it. It's kind of the kickoff of the Drew Barrymore, Adam Sandler mm-hmm. triumvirate of movies that they've done. Yeah. But, uh, well, and it's I don't... probably my favorite movie. Oh, have you seen Fifty First Dates? Like, <laughs> I don't mean just Sandler Barrymore. I mean of of all time. Oh, of all time. Favorite oh, well, that, that's more understandable. <laughs> right um, now, it's probably my favorite. Right now, gosh, remember when that happened? Can't that was a real thing that blended? somebody told us? You remember or, this? Oh, our, yeah, our live show when we were interviewing uh, people. Which we need to get back to doing. I think that, that was again. what episode was that? Was that MacGruber? Yeah, it's probably MacGruber or, or like. Uh, Avengers two maybe. No, I think we were recording. I feel like we did a random that. a random movie at Alamo before we started going there regularly. Like the first time we ever went there, we just went just to go. I don't remember. I think it might. I really think it might have been Avengers: Age of Ultron. Huh. Anyway, but that was so long ago. But yeah, we were interviewing random passersby, and uh, the uh, and the a, a young lady told us that her favorite movie right now, right, right now, now, was right Blended. Now. Uh, of all time. And we didn't murder her, which is, I mean, so, I think you, we should we deserve a lot of credit for that. But, quick, uh, yeah. quick sidebar. So we're doing this uh, mid-afternoon on mm-hmm. a lovely Sunday afternoon here in, in Dallas, Texas, and we ordered some food uh-huh. uh, through a ordering quick service. trip. Mm-hmm. Sure. <laughs> and uh, so the guy called to clarify the order, because it, it was one of those ones you have to manually, we'll just say favor, you have to manually put it in or whatever. And so, no big deal. Why are you ordering 70 chicken tenders? (laughs) One person. So, I called to clarify, no biggie, and I stepped out real quick to aid him with this. Uh And I do this thing. I'm a pacer when I'm on the phone. I kind of black out. I I go. Same. And so, I just was pacing up and down Ken's hallway. And I I hung out, and then I just walked into someone else's apartment. Awesome. 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 So, So. the cops have been called. And uh, this episode, you really was somebody in there, and you're like, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't see them, but it was open. So, I think they were home. I just kind of, so they definitely just heard their door open and their door shut. And I just immediately ran here. So, if you're a listener, (laughs) I apologize. But hey, you live next to Kent, so that's exciting for you. It is. It's great. (laughs) It's exciting times happening almost all the time. So, this movie is very obscure honestly uh, it, it, it kind of comments on a very weird sector of society that everybody's <laughs> familiar with it's just like weird uh weddings everybody goes to these weddings with these cover bands yeah. and these kind of delusional especially uh, in a small town people yeah. right and uh you combine that with wedding crashers and then you set this in the 80s it's kind of the perfect combo of nostalgic wedding songs and just kind of weird culture of this and uh it's a perfect kind of subject matter for for Adam Sandler to, to join, to to it's very random. It is Robert Schmeigel. Um It's uh, I think it's aged real. It's still pretty funny. This is a mm-hmm. you know yeah. a probably a top. A lot of people. This is their favorite Sandler movie. I think it's top three. I think this. I didn't watch this in forever. It's but probably the best. I think this is like the best comedic. of the Sandler comedy. Yeah, yeah, it's probably the best movie. I probably still like. 
Gilmore slightly more. I, I don't think, know. I think that's my favorite too. Yeah, Gilmore and Billy Madison was always my favorite yeah. growing up. So there's like come this or Big Daddy are that. probably the two I don't, best. Movies, I don't. I, I think of Big Daddy in a separate kind of category, though. Honestly, the Mister Deeds category. Yeah, I feel like yeah. Mr. like once he made Big Big Daddy is when he went and people started to like that's right right before they put him in Punch Drunk Love. Right, it's it's mm-hmm. right. But to yeah. me, the, there's a trio of Billy Madison, Little Nicky, this, and Happy Gilmore, and the Waterboy. Uh, I, 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 I always forget always about the Waterboy. Yeah, I don't know why. Yeah, yeah, it's so big. Yeah. Um, but I kind I kind of group those together. Yeah. And the Big Daddy, where he's kind of the normal guy in real life, I, I kind of group that into a separate mm. uh, category. Than, um, Coolest apartment ever. Yeah. Big yeah. Daddy apartment. Is it? Yeah, he's got oh, that yeah, weird like loft yeah, space. Sunny, right. So cool. He he he's a guy who makes no money, but he's got this nine thousand dollar. <laughs> well, he got ran over. At the, right. the, yeah. Oh yeah, he did get a settlement. I forgot about that loophole. Like, how can this but, guy live in here? Oh, but that apartment car. that apartment would be ten twelve million dollars in New York. Yeah, Even then, yeah. it'd oh. probably be twenty five million dollars now. He's but subletting it from Monica's aunt. It's fine. <laughs> nice, got him. Nice, Scott team Kramer. Um, so this kind of crosses over into uh, Adam Sandler not being annoying. I yeah. hate to say that, but he's yeah, oddly this is charming. Straight, yeah, this is, this. this is like a straight performance for him, especially for the time period. It's kind of an outlier from some of the other... The foolishness yeah. type stuff. I think he the does only, mumble talk once in here, but yeah. it's, it's just not it's very Somebody Sandler-y. Kill Me is kind of, Sandler- <laughs> is kind of Happy yeah. Gilmore-y. Yeah. Great song, though. Uh-huh. You... Buscemi is great when he's, he's giving the so speech good. and he's uh, drunk at the wedding. I mm-hmm. love all that. Sandler Buscemi, unpopular opinion alert, is probably my favorite Buscemi, even though he does much greater work. I always love him when he's it's with like, Sandler. It's like he's fr- free to really, <laughs> really lean into his weird look. Yeah. You know, It's like, oh, okay, yeah, I'll come do this weird thing. Well, I guess they were prostitutes, but I don't remember paying for them. <laughs> just such a great aside. Yeah. And... Uh, and then yeah, we have, we spent this whole time. We haven't talked about this. Is uh, this chemistry was a huge deal? Mm. Um, you know, a great foil for Sandler with Drew Barrymore. And then I watched uh, Fifty First Dates was on um, when I was on that cruise last month. It was like on one of the movie channels, just repeating constantly. And it's not nearly as good as this movie, but like there is something kind of magic there. And then they sure. tried to do it. They tried it a third time, didn't they? Blended. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. See, I never remember. We that. talked about that where you were walking to somebody. Oh, yeah. No, I remember. I, we, I, I came in on the blended talk yeah, when I was yeah. in the other person's apartment, but I didn't. I forgot that. The, I always think that, that is that Aniston too, or is that a different one? That's just go with Aniston it. Aniston is just go with it. See, those are all one thing to me. Brooklyn Salma Decker Hayek is also is, involved. Is, yes, she's in. I think she's Brooklyn Decker. I think is just go with it as well. Those are all all and one then movie. Salma me. Hayek is grown but, ups and grown ups too. But right now, blended, blended. Yeah. They go to Africa or something, right? Yeah. So Sandler so. went to take his kids yeah. on a safari. Oh, yeah. and he's like, well, I'll, yeah. Yeah. I'll make a movie. I'll yeah. make twenty million to take my kids <laughs> on safari. Yeah, he is. He's 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 got quite the racket going. I, it's a I great gotta, bit. Even the bad ones, you get the racket. Yeah. But I think right now my favorite movie is probably Jack and Jill. <laughs> right now. Right this particular isn't, second. Isn't that one Katie Holmes? Isn't she the, the girl? In the <sighs> I, 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 don't, like? I don't think I've seen Jack and Jill. To be I don't think I have It's either. Al Pacino, though, yeah. right? Uh-huh. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. And Sandler's playing two characters, I think. 
Or is Pacino playing two characters? I think Woody Harrelson. <laughs> I think Woody is part of his contract these days. <laughs> We've actually digitally inserted him into Jack and Jill when, in two different roles. When he gets <laughs> when he gets high, it just blows his mind. <laughs> he's just so into playing. He two literally characters. turns into two different. He separates his body. Uh, he just thinks it's so fun <laughs> that he's two characters. <laughs> Only when he's stoned, though. <laughs> So, so imagine like 80, if there was eighty-five percent of the time, me, man. Okay. Sure. Y'all spoke of uh, of Adam Sandler, and I think this is probably his pinnacle when you cross over character with charming Adam Sandler. Like pretty much to me, after this, it's all downhill. Um, yeah, I to say certainly that, of his comedies, I would say so. Yeah, I don't wonder sure. why that is. Look, Sandler's... He does he not know what he's good at? Is that the that's the question? <laughs> yeah, we've talked about this before. Sandler is much more rangy and talented that he gets credit for mm-hmm. but every time he ventures outside of uh, this is like as far as we'll let him go basically like yeah. as a, as a critical cultural society we will let him go to the lengths of wedding singer and no further yeah. maybe spanglish maybe we let him oh, man, spanglish. take on spanglish but really even that we it, it feels like a bridge too far for mm-hmm. some reason but funny people and um Rain over me, which sucks, but he's he's great, he's great in right. that movie and Punch Drunk Love and I've hear, heard Meyerwitz Meyerwitz uh, stories is good, but I'm, I'm not I'm not watched it, but but yeah, we we don't. It's like we can't accept him doing that, and thus he is relegated to doing this. And I, we, I think as, he's he's, just, as Brian he's says, doing this, meatballs. he's just holding he's just, two meatballs. He's holding two meatballs. <laughs> he's regulated to this. He just has to do this for the rest of his life. It's just it's don't weird. drop him. It's Adam. all we'll let him do. It's we can't even like Robin. Robin Williams is, was such a goofball, but we let him do yeah. serious sure. stuff, and we let it, I don't know. It's it's always it's odd to me. Funny people. It's the is, same with Craig Kilborn. Yeah. We don't let we don't let Craig right. Kilborn right. have right. the career he deserves <laughs> because he's so pigeonholed. <laughs> So uh, Pivenholt, hey, <laughs> Pivenholt, wow, Yahtzee. Okay. See y'all later. Yeah, let's walk off. Any that's a walk off. <laughs> that's the Jordan shot right there. Uh, <laughs> anyway, sorry, funny. No, people. but uh, he's, funny, uh, he's great and funny. In that movie, is yeah, no, there's a good movie in there. Yeah, and really needs to be edited down big time. But he's fantastic in that movie. And and you said in one of our previous episodes, Richard, that he just he's acting circles around everybody yes. in that film, except for Eric Bana, <laughs> who's randomly hilarious <laughs> in it. Australian treasure um but yeah this little guy but nobody would accept (laughs) nobody would take that movie seriously as it needed to be taken seriously and 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 so now he does sandy wexler you know and it's you're welcome and i yeah and i i I don't blame him for that like i some people i hold their bad movies against them with sandler it's just like i think he tried and no one would take it seriously and he said forget this i'm gonna make make 20 (laughs) mil a year going on safari and in hawaii hanging out with my buddies yeah I, I'm more than that's anything I hold do. against like, him. I hold Kevin James against. Yeah, that's the one. With Kevin James and, and Schneider. Yeah, you yeah. can. I'm all in. If you want to make terrible movies with Spade uh-huh. and Rock, and Rock yeah. that's awesome. Yeah, I think bring I would these do, guys back. Yeah, let's get rid of. <laughs> yeah, bring back Alan Cover. There we go. Yeah, I can never um, remember their names. What but, are they just banking off a of grandma's the, boy? They don't have time to come make an Adam Sandler movie. Um, no, it's the problem is if if you invite them, Nick Schwartz then shows up. <laughs> so there's just no way. Awful. He has their phones hacked, so that she had to cut him off because you just keep getting Nick Schwartz then. Um, and I guess Olivia Munn's the next lead. I don't know. But. Yeah, that that's actually fitting. But uh, but uh, yeah, there's. I get that. I would do that. I would. Yeah. I would make movies with these two guys. If you, I I would try something critical and I'd be like, eh, I'm just okay. gonna. Yeah. Kent and Brian and I are going to go to yeah. Lake Michigan that. and yeah. do it. Right. The problem is, is that he legitimately thinks, 
Like you talk, I I read a an interview with him in Judd Apatow's yeah. book because yeah. Judd Apatow used to live with him like right when they yeah. were both starting out, and Sandler became this huge thing. Sure. Sandler cares so much about mm-hmm. his movies and making people laugh that he actually takes it super hard when he doesn't make people laugh, which is why it's sad because he. He must actually think what he's doing now is that, funny. I've stuff. heard he doesn't read any sort of reviews or anything, yeah. and it's like I get that impulse, but right. it's kind of like I wish you would. So right. your, the talent's yeah. definitely there. Maybe you could just hone, harness it and correct right. it if you actually actually took the criticism. All right, here's what people like. Here's what people don't like. Yeah. All right. Now I'm going to use that and yeah. move forward. It's so, not like I admire yeah. it, but at the same time, it also and then you you know he lives in probably such a bubble. He's right. so famous. No one around him is saying, "Hey, man." Yeah, and he works for Dude, I heard <laughs> honestly, he's got you know his Happy Madison. Yeah, he's got like this lush loft loft office in At LA Sony. or something. It's on the Sony. Yeah, line. and they go in there, him and his buddies, and they'll crank out thirty, literally thirty, uh, you know, movies <laughs> basically, factory. plot yeah. by plot, you know, scene by scene, and they've just got him. Netflix is it's just like a cue that he's got. All right, yep. here's the Great. next one. Here's the next one, and and so you that's get it, business. right? Like yeah. you get it. Like yeah. you said, that that's yeah. totally yes. That we, sounds. I would do that. I would totally do that. <laughs> yeah. If, who cares if, if they're all F minus? Yeah. Exactly. If you're still yeah. paying me the amount of money to do it, and I'm still getting to work with the people that I want to work with, and I, the big point in that that you have to factor in is, I tried. I went out. I did the best I could. Yeah, yeah. You guys didn't accept it. Fine. Here. Yeah. I work with Kevin James now. <laughs> that- He's the president. What are you going to do? You know? <laughs> yeah. I mean, she's got this new one coming out with Rock that Schmeigel actually wrote and directed. Okay. So really? I don't know if it's going to be a Sandler movie or a Sandler movie. You know right. what I mean? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. about two dads whose kids are getting married and then the wedding. Okay. And it's huh. Sandler and Rock. And it's Schmeigel's first director. I don't know. It could go either way, yeah. right? That could be great right. or awful. Yeah. Hopefully, Smigel cameos in it as his character from Curb. <laughs> I am the Steinbrenner. He's amazing in everything, including this, including the wedding singer. Uh, so we have Christine Taylor involved here. Yep. And um, Drew Barrymore, which I don't know why I can't be attracted to her. Is there something weird? <laughs> well, no, I can tell you why. Because you, I'm, I'm serious about this. You've seen her. It's uh, not that it, I mean, because she was in ET. Yeah, yeah. you no, see her as a child. That. I think yeah. yeah, I feel like it's impossible. Just, Even when she's beautiful, it's like uh, I still I don't know. Is she's like America's like daughter? Basically, is yeah. You're saying I don't know about that because I didn't I didn't put that connection when I first knew about her. It was through things like this. Yeah, I didn't make the connection. Oh, that's the girl from ET. Till years later, mm. so it wasn't like I knew, and then I can't unthink unsee that. Maybe your loins uh, knew. It it's just. I don't know. Maybe it's the short hair in this movie, or she's, she's, she's so all in on yeah. the uh, I'm not a party girl. I think there's a scene where he's like, hey, you want to come have a drink? He's like, I don't drink alcohol. Yeah. I drink Cokes. It's like that, just like, <laughs> ugh. Like, uh, but when you go to rehab just, when you're just, 11, I think probably. I don't know. <laughs> I don't think if there's anything she's been in that I'm like, she was really good in that, no. or I would, she made that better. It's just I don't know why I can't buy in on Drew. Because I think she's I feel like everybody loves her. I th- I'm sure she's she seems like a really nice person. Yes, know, I, yeah. this is thing I call it the Kevin Hart corollary. Hmm. I it's like at a certain point someone is you, you may not get them or and all of this is subjective. Some people probably really love Drew Barrymore. Well, let's just say like I don't really get it. She's not a great actress. Blah blah blah. And then you're like maybe she's just pleasant. Yeah, I feel like that sure. everyone keeps working with Kevin Hart. He might just be a really nice That's guy. That's what I've heard about Drew, that she's just a, gr- yeah. a good He picks girl. up dinner when you go out, and you're like, eh, hey, I'll put him in another movie. You yeah. know, there's funnier people, but he's a nice guy, you know, and you, and you end up building a career on that, which is... Well, yeah, and, and it helps that she has the pedigree that she yes. does. I mean, that's that's she, probably pushed her as far as anything. I, 
Maybe Donnie think, Darko is the only thing. I'm not even kidding. I think this oh, is probably my favorite of her movies. Scream, where she gets slashed. Where maybe? she's not a child, because E.T., you know, the child yeah, actor thing is a little different. Count. But yeah, sure. as an adult, I think... I she's think married she, to Tom Green. She, a, she has the best chemistry with, with Sandler, but I also don't think it's that great on the chemistry front. Like, it's the best, but it's that's not really... Uh, too much of a compliment but yeah as i was watching this i kind of wrote down i wrote down has has drew marymore ever been really good in anything no. as an adult and i, I think people I she gets she a pass does. i think just because she's such a it's fun on talk shows and she's she reminds us of the 90s and, and yeah. reminds us of those times but i'm looking at her freddie got fingered though she's pretty great. i mean this is what she's done. To be fair, outside we, of blended, we, we should say we are we are not in the target market for uh, for, for Drew Barrymore. I, do, I love music and lyrics, man. <laughs> there you go. There's, yeah, yeah. <laughs> never been mine. kissed is probably her yeah. her big yeah. uh, one. But she's got big miracle. Remember that about the whales? Nope. Or nope. dolphins? Oh, Krasinski brought yeah. it down. Oh, um, no. She had going the distance. I don't really remember that. that was with that Justin was. Long. So you Justin know it's Long. Good. Um, <laughs> everybody's fine. She hasn't that, done much. Everybody's fine. Gosh, I can't remember that one was. Everybody's fine. She's oh yeah, De Niro, Sam Rockwell, Kate Beckinsale. Okay, uh-huh. it's uh, Man, I don't remember. I probably um, Whip it. It's a Christmas. I guess movie. Whip it was interesting. But she's, Whip it. Um, like, he's not that into you. Beverly Hills Chihuahua. <laughs> Lucky You, Music and Lyrics, Curious George, Fever Pitch, Fifty First Dates. Her definitely Duplex, her peak was Charlie's Angels. First off, actually, Charlie's Angels. Back to your attractive thing on her. Not that it matters, but she's super hot in Wayne's World. She's in it for like two seconds. She's the Swedish uh, receptionist. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah. Might yeah, be Wayne's World yeah. too. I don't know. Super hot in that. But no, I always. I don't know why. I'm. I disagree. I think she's. I've never. I always enjoy her. I. I she, would I list her in my top two hundred favorite actresses? Maybe not. But I. I don't ever. I never roll my eyes when I, I don't see dislike her. her. Yeah. I'm just saying like. Shh. She's not, she has she has that show. She has too, to win me over. Right? Like I'm all in. on What's that jury. Netflix show with Timothy Oliphant? She does too. Oh, Santa, 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 Santa Clarita Diet. Is that well good. received? I don't know. I've seen the I've sure. seen the, the pilot in maybe the second or third. It was fine. Yeah, it was a very weird kind of Dextery cannibalism yeah. twist thing. I feel it. like that's the defin- for me. Like that's Drew Barrymore's career in a nutshell. It's it was fine. Yeah, she's fine. But that's fine. But she <laughs> seems pleasant. Yeah, like. I I like her. Yeah, yeah. But I okay. don't. I'm not ever going to look forward to seeing her on screen. Well, we'll get plenty of talk was, on our spinoff podcast, Matt about Barrymore, it's, which uh, we dive in fully to this. It's like if Jimmy Fallon hadn't gone. The Fever Pitch is a perfect example. He would have had the same. He would have been guy. Sure. Yeah. He's, yeah. I mean, Tonight Show is great, but I mean, if he had gone in the movies, he's like that. It's like right. I like him. Yeah. I find him pleasant, but he's not really that right. funny. Yeah. They were like a perfect match in a weird yeah, way. That's that's a great point. Um. Uh. So yeah, this is a. Uh, so how did you 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 find this movie? Were you a fan of it back in the day, or did you come on to it know, later? I what? can't imagine I didn't see this in theaters, but I don't remember if I did or not. But I, if I didn't, I saw it immediately on home video yeah. uh, because I was a I was a I was a Sandler guy as a kid. This um, also, uh, well, the Sandler that we came to know in the '90s was kind of the SNL mm-hmm. uh, Sandler, where he was on Weekend Update doing very obscure funny things Opperman. this was one of the oh, first things that took advantage of him singing yeah in yeah. that in that persona of him or he can get him behind the mic and do these parody songs or whatever yeah. yes and that Smart. was a, something we hadn't seen in his other movies up to that point and mm-hmm. so that gave him a chance to do that yeah that was smart it's like like jack black 
doesn't mm-hmm. sing or do his whole Tenacious D bit nearly enough for like how great he is at it. Yeah. You know, he did the Tenacious D movie and School of Rock, but other than that, high fidelity at the you end. would never know that. Like, wow, man, this guy is uh, high fidelity. Uh, this guy's super talented mm-hmm. in more ways than one. Why yeah. isn't he doing this more? Mm-hmm. When, whenever Sandler came on Letterman's show, mm-hmm. the very last week of Letterman's uh, late yep. show, he did something with the guitar yeah. and did a tribute to Dave that was just so perfect. Yeah. Like, why isn't this guy doing this kind of stuff yeah, anymore? He could be doing stand-up comedy albums. and He did a song know. that he clearly didn't memorize. They had the Night of Too Many Stars uh-huh. thing, and he did a song. And it was really funny, but like you could tell he either wrote it that morning or just didn't bother to memorize it. So he's kind of like reading it off cue cards, and it was still funnier than yeah. his last six movies. Maybe he's done it in a decade. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah, I didn't see this in theaters, but I'm I'm sure I rented it from Hollywood Video immediately oh, following its uh its Hollywood video. VHS release. What were the other video stores? Blockbuster obviously, but there was Hollywood. Video Update. Video Update. Video update. That's yeah. the one I'm thinking of. One time I went in there and the air conditioner was out and the girl had just been working the counter all day and was <laughs> overheated in the middle of summer in Texas. And I went to rent my movie and she looked at me and then threw up. <laughs> I never it's been went a back. scarring experience ever since. Yeah. Video Video update was the one. It was I the one right by. To. It was right over. They by had an your adult video section okay. in video update. Remember that? Yeah, no. they had. Yeah, the, they had like a walled off the curtain. It was like the curtain off. of shame. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and the video cameras like <laughs> pointed directly at it. You know, that's yeah. funny. And I'm, I'm gonna sure pick up uh, video cameras inside. Pick up homeward bound for the kids and porno for me and the wife. That the 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 yeah, that's always been fascinating to me. That whole the the crossover. Come bring your kids and have them pick out some cartoons <laughs> slash porn. So weird. The same. Remember when you could get and VHS? some Mike and Ike's. <laughs> yeah, some Mike and Ike's. A little popcorn, maybe. But in the bucket, the stove top the bucket. thing. Yeah, yeah the stove yeah. top. Remember when you could just rent <laughs> movies at like Albertsons? Yeah, just walk into Albertsons. They're always so around. overpriced. Yeah, it was like I, four I, bucks compared to a dollar everywhere. I of else, course but. remember that because that was the only place we were allowed to go. Really? Oh, it was man. like, yeah, we can rent a movie, but it's gonna, it's not gonna be the three ninety nine a night. Thing. Had that weird kind of cloudy plastic yeah. sleeve. Yeah, you're like, where has this so, been? And you yeah. just, that just felt it's like you were poor. You was trunk for three years. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Awful. Didn't have any logos. It was just like yeah. a, it was a photocopied version of whatever was the. The artwork, <laughs> but two for a buck, two for a buck. Right. Yeah, it then it got cheap. cheap. You yeah. could never. But there was a, they had one copy of everything. Right? If it <laughs> That's was right. Ryan, it was, was cheap to rent. I'm Gosh. thinking to buy. You could buy the movie, yes. and it would be like forty nine dollars. Yes. VHS is at that time. <laughs> people don't. People who are younger than us don't realize this. Like a VHS copy of a, I don't know, uh, like. Uh, I'm gonna get you, sucker. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Especially in the '80s, like he got when game. Harry met Sally. If you wanted to own that on VHS, eighty bucks. <laughs> like, and people were like, "Oh, that's a reasonable price for something." Like, well, I get to own, and I can have, I can watch I can it have, as many times as I want. I can have watching parties. Yeah, exactly. Pay, that's exactly. why it was so weird that the VCR with recording capabilities. Yeah. They ever allowed that? Isn't I know stunning because like, yeah. you could record stuff off TV yeah. and keep it for yourself. Because up until like, like the early '90s, my family we had. 400 VHS tapes of stuff just recorded. Yeah, off or you get the two TV. VHSs yeah, and you, you play really, one and record yeah. off one of the other. That was, yeah. that was my stepdad's racket. Oh, yeah. You could put two movies on one VHS. Yeah. I had the weirdest combinations. I wish I had pictures of all these of scrapbook. He would always make me bootleg movies and it'd be yeah. like uh, uh, <laughs> Wayne's World followed by Mary-Kate and Ashley's How the West Was Fun. 
Right. That was a real right. one. Like Perfect. it was always like, like almost like combo of Nicktoons and Nick at Night. So yeah. it was like, all right, here's Rugrats followed by the Three Stooges. <laughs> yeah. It's like that what? was always the worst when Nick at Night would yeah. come on. Uh, yeah, I big I very vividly remember losing a copy of something. I don't I don't know. Yeah. And like my parents like losing their crap because they're like, we are going to search this house until yeah. we find whatever this movie is yeah. because it will literally change our budget for the month. <laughs> yeah. We have to pay for this thing. Like we've got to find it. Yeah. There's um. So weird there's a funny bit here too with the boy george character and it's yeah. always just randomly cuts the give me time <laughs> starting that he song. knows one song <laughs> yeah. yeah now we're gonna pass it off to george <laughs> give me time uh that's good i also i love in- when he calls the table the mutants that's that always makes me laugh every single time he's like oh, me he's like me the fat guy the lady with the chin with the hair chin and all the mutants at table nine <laughs> I don't know why <laughs> we're never going to find one. It always cracks me up. Just the, the terminology there. Like if he says freaks, that's a funny joke. If he says weirdos, that's a funny joke. But he says mutants, and it just I don't know. It's it's inspired comedy. For one second. You got to get the wording correct. Yeah, in some of these verbiage jokes. is very important. They they nailed the verbiage. Yeah. There's some serious stuff in here too. I think it's a really <laughs> well done scene where he they're going on the double date, and he's actually with Christine Taylor, and she's with the other guy, but they actually like each other. Mm-hmm. That's a very good juxtaposition there. Mm-hmm. And um, it's going to be Julia Gulia. <laughs> um, and they both go to the bathroom, and then he ends up talking to the guy. Yeah. And, and you find out what finding out this guy is. is Trump, you know, like, <laughs> you can do anything. I mean, yeah. it's never going to stop, yeah. you know. Um, that's a really effective yeah. Yeah, it like, works. By it works. plot building mm-hmm. character moment and his realization that, like, this guy's awful is a really right. good thing. And like, I need to get her out of this. Yeah. With anything else. Yeah. It kind of, and it puts him, that's like a, one of the rare points, I think in a Sandler comedy where you have actual, I don't want to overstate it by saying like character development, but there's real character to what's actually happening there. You're seeing him go through something that's not just, well, if I don't pass the fifth grade, then I won't get my yeah. Dad's it's point. not just you know I, mean? I gotta it's, hook up with this girl, right? It's, there's a little bit of something to it as he's trying to he's wrestling with how do you with with am I going to continue to be a coward or do I uh, step up here? Yeah, is it gonna you're, you're pulling her out of a bad situation? Right. Yeah. I think this one does. People always think about this movie for the ridiculous songs and just the goofy nature of it, but I think it works on that that other the sentimental side almost better than uh-huh. any other movie he did, he's done big yes. daddy big daddy yes. probably works the best uh in terms of that but this movie is just maybe underrated for that type of stuff mm-hmm. not a, not enough people think about that mm-hmm. with this so yeah like it the fact that it's set in the 80s and it works even better now because of how nostalgic the songs are at weddings yeah and wedding i feel like wedding bands have become even more of a bit, a bit than they ever have so oh, no question so yeah. it's not like they were capturing this moment in time that was isolated to the uh, to um, being funny when this movie was made. It's still funny. It's a funny thing to make fun of still, uh, even in uh, even in 2017. So I'm yeah, going to... This time... Oh, what the crap? Uh, I will say... Sorry, we just saw the score of football game and was I was very confused. Um, I think... Yeah, do you can't I think the uh I think the the music works really well still. I think the vibe works really well. I I would like for there to be maybe 15% less blatant and egregious 80s references because it, 10 years ago or when this movie came out 10 years 
post the eighties, those things felt, Oh, that's funny. And, uh, and still sort of relevant. But now 20 years after that, when, you know, like he's at the airport and the guy's like, Hey, do you like flock of seagulls? I'm like, we get it, dude. You have the, the flock of seagulls haircut, yeah. that kind of thing. It, it, that gets a little bit old. It starts to feel there are moments on that side where it starts to feel like you're trapped in a friend's throwback episode for 90 minutes yeah. instead of, you know, 22 minutes or something. It's just, it, it's a little, this is my little, little sister. Okay. That. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that sort of thing, it, it works within the narrative and then they're just throw these asides in where you're like, okay, we get it. We get it. It's the eighties. We know Van Halen broke up a year later. Yeah. I get it. Like that kind of thing. I think so too. Um, where but would music you? Wise, incredible! It works great on that front. So yeah, the question always is with these: how does it hold up? I think it holds the, this holds up maybe better than I expected. It's certainly not. Anytime you, the benefit of doing period movies is they don't age as mm. much because it it comes out aged. So it kind of is oddly. Uh, what's funny is it's only ten years after the eighties. It's been longer since this movie than it right. was. Yeah. So like our kids, Coop will probably think this is an eighties movie. Sure, he yeah. actually might be lost on him. Right. The that difference it's a between 1998 and 1985. Yeah, yeah exactly. Right. That seems like nothing. Yeah. Uh, that's funny. It's interesting. Yeah, the Don Johnson bit with Miami Vice is pretty funny. Yeah, I think it holds up well. Sandler's still really funny. Like this, mm-hmm. I would guess, I don't know, man. Like the best, the peak moments of Happy Gilmore, he's probably funnier in that than he is in this. But consistent as far yeah. as like a movie-wise, the whole movie, I think he's funnier in this than than now than just about anything that that he did during this time period right and it works it works pretty well like i said if, if i could cut 15 percent of the the uh, the throwaway 80s references just to bring it back down to right. um to a little bit of normalcy i think it would they, be they, even they could do a but. sequel and set it in the late 90s sure it's also funny here how christine taylor is just super into him. She's like, he is so sexy. Yeah. <laughs> it's like this weird thing of women finding him attractive in movies. Like he's this yeah. big badass, like <laughs> big man on campus. Yeah, yeah. And, and he's like not at he's all. Still pulling the awkward, you know. So yeah, yeah. exactly. Apparently, um, according to his I'm going to give this a grade here at an A. It's, oh, it's, it's about as, as strong as you could ask it to be, so honestly. Better than the future. And it holds up well, <laughs> and it's, it reminds me of better times with Sandler. Yeah, sure. you know? yeah there's something to that for sure. I would say it's, uh, for me, it'd probably be a B plus, I guess. There's, it's strong. It's, like I said, I think it's his best comedy of that, you know, that yeah. era, the Sandler comedies. Uh, and, it, and it works pretty well. I, there's There's stuff that could be ironed out the the scene where he's singing the the clash inspired song the kill i think it's the still cure. cure my bad mm-hmm. um yeah is still peak con- I, I, I i love it i think it's so funny still um but yeah i i think it's i think it has aged uh pretty well and it it is still and it does to your point can like it shows it kind of highlights remember when this was good yeah. remember when he was funny and has, we could it, enjoy a movie with him in, like any good rom-com the thing that takes it, and I'll give it an A minus, by the way. But the thing that takes it from comedy, Kent, to your story earlier, to a romantic, iconic ending. Over the it's airplane, got, and it's stuff. got the plan with Billy Idol scene. Mm-hmm. A good romantic movie needs an iconic, tie-up, beautiful yeah. ending, and this this definitely succeeds on that. It's it's uh, it's lovely. I think so too. 
well, the wedding singer. This has been fun, mm-hmm. fun around Valentine's we'll Day. Preview to the lounge for you, and uh, preview to the lounge. Love sick fools out there. Join us in the lounge at madaboutmoviespodcast.com/vip. If you like bonus content other than the current stuff, because we're going to talk all the current stuff leading up to the Oscars, and uh, but this is a way for us to talk about stuff that uh, we never usually get a chance to. So. We'll see you over there in the VIP. Thanks for joining us. Brian, where can we find you on the line? You can find me on the Twitter at bgill 12 You can find my writing at madaboutmoviespodcast.com and the Mad About Movies podcast newsletter. Richard, where can we find you? You can find me at uh, Richard Barden on all social media, the Mad About, Pod- Mad About Movies podcast newsletter. Kent, where can we find you? Find me on Twitter, Instagram, Snap, Kent Garrison, and on Mad About Barrymore, uh, <laughs> actually premiering this spring. So stay tuned for that. Thanks for joining us. And we'll see you back next time in the VIP. Hey, baby, I hear the blues are calling Tossed salads and scrambled eggs And maybe I seem a bit confused Yeah, maybe, but I got you pegged <laughs> But I don't know what to do With those tossed salads and scrambled eggs They're calling again Scrambled eggs all over my face they're making me ya ya The salads and scrambled eggs They're calling again